Hey, what's up, everybody? My name is Jesse Grossbullen, and welcome to the Jesse AF Show. Today is Thursday, January 7th, 2021, episode 4, season 2 of my daily podcast. Yeah, that's right, daily. That means every single day I'll be posting a new episode, so please check in tomorrow for my next episode. I am on all the major plot. Podcast platforms, so make sure you follow me on your favorite ones. Today, I'm going to be talking about something super fun. What do we do with all the knowledge that we acquire from reading? Well, that's <laughs> that seems kind of t- stupid, right? It's like, hey, I mean, what you do is you apply what you learn, right? You read a book. You apply what you learn from that book. You maybe, maybe you just have to siphon out all the the crud in that book and 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 learn some more from reading other books. Well, yeah, basically, there's a lot of that. But what about books that aren't as clear as to what you learned from those books? Okay, like let's say if. It's like something like a book for helping you with anxiety, okay? There are many steps to combating anxiety and different ways you can reduce the likelihood of having anxiety attack. So you would then apply what you learn in that kind of way where you would be strict to yourself saying, hey, I'm going to do this. Because that's what the book told me to do. That's a very good idea. It's good. Because you're actually using what you learned. But what you can also do with that knowledge is pass it on to others. Passing on knowledge to other people that you've acquired over the years of reading books, watching movies, whatever it is. That knowledge is the most powerful asset you have it's the single most amazing thing in the world and the only way for you to actually grasp it is by sharing the knowledge with others and what i mean honestly by that is teach others what is not as clear to them as it is to you because clarity is something that is very hard to come by and when you finally understand something to a t then it's your turn to pass on that knowledge to other people that have problems understanding that same thing it's very important to do this number one because it reinforces what you learned inside of yourself and actually makes you a pro at it but what you also have to do, not, not only read a single book and then go preach to the, the crowds of people about what you learned, but what you also have to do is you have to read more books. You have to read as many books as you can on that single thing. And all these people probably had the same idea when they were writing that book. They probably had the same picture going on inside their head. But 
But, there's a big but right there. You have to focus on what differs between each one of them. Like, their actual experiences. And how they translate into what they know. And how they know it. That's very important to think about. Because taking one point of view, whenever you're learning something from someone, whether it be on YouTube, on the internet, when you Google search something, or even from a book that you borrowed from the library, you have to basically learn more about that same exact thing from other people to either reinforce or to adjust or to even fully digest what you learned from that single book or that single YouTube video because it's very important and easy actually it's it's extremely easy for you to lose that information or even use that information incorrectly and if you learn that information from more than one person in multiple different ways then you'll actually really learn it it won't be more of just one point of view it'll be multiple points of view and the more points of view the better more points of view the better your understanding is of that thing you could you could always read you know doctorate level books on it but those are probably really far out of your reading level of course most of them are because most people cannot read a doctorate level thesis because those things are pretty pretty intense but but i'm not trying to judge what i am trying to do is teach you that one source of knowledge is not good enough learning something from a book is great but learning something the same something from let's say 40 books as crazy as that sounds 40 books what are you crazy 40 books on the same thing why would i waste my money why would i waste my time well, eventually you'll get good at reading those books. You'll get good at watching those YouTube videos. And and you're going to be able to skip around and even speed it up and really get to notice the differences between each one of these people's perspectives. Perspective is everything. And that's what you're getting from a book, okay? The author of the book, the, the person that came up with what words went into that book even. Because, yeah, the authors aren't always the people that write the books. Because there are writers that write the books for the author. What I mean is they have a certain point of view. And that, is certain, that certain point of view isn't really countered by any other points of views upon publication of the book. It could be some crazy book where everything is completely wrong and you could you could imagine that it's 
it's a, a true book. It's a non-fiction. Or it's a fiction. You know, it's really difficult sometimes to decipher the differences between books, well, knowledge, with only one book or with only one source. Because you could learn something from someone that has no clue about what they're talking about. Like, like School Bus Facts, for instance. School Bus Facts are brought to you by Jesse AF. Well, they could also be brought to you by Claw Boss. Or they could be brought to you by any other YouTuber that, or, or TikToker that has a school bus at their disposal that they have knowledge about. You can learn as much as you can from that person, but it could always be wrong information. Well, at the same time, it might not be updated information. Life is really interesting because these books have been around for a long, long time. YouTube videos, they could be around for a while. You know, ever since YouTube started, basically, the video could still be around from then. And information changes. Things change. The world changes. So you have to make sure that everything that you read, everything that you ingest from everything that that's out there is is basically fact-checked. Yeah. Use the knowledge that you learn from those books, from those YouTube videos, from those movies, whatever, and fact-check it. Fact-checking is the most important thing you could ever do when it comes to knowledge, even from a teacher at your school, even from a textbook that's at your school. Yeah, even a textbook could be fact-checked and things could be wrong in it, especially history books. Because history books, most of the time, don't have the entire story. They don't have the whole picture. And, and it's very, very important to not take everything absolutely literally when you're learning anything from one specific source. One specific source is not good enough. You need to learn it from many more sources. So when it comes to the knowledge that you take away from anything that you learn, yeah, you fact-checked it now. You have seen all the different kinds of videos on that single thing. You've read all the books on that one single thing. Now what do you do with that information? Well, you've got a lot of information, and sure, you could write a book from all that information. And that book would probably be a very factual book. You could teach a lot of people with that book. Or you could make a YouTube video with all the information you've gathered from all those books, all those videos. And basically, that's what one of my college professors did with his textbook for my business management intro class at SUNY Ulster. His name is Dr. Sheldon. He's a very, very, very smart guy. He ran his classroom so, so well. And I learned the most from his class, honestly. At 
Well, pretty much every single test he gave you. It was just... Basically... A class-graded test. And your classmates graded you. And if you got it wrong, they would circle it. And they'd tell... Or they'd, they'd make sure that you knew exactly what was wrong with it. And you could do the same with theirs. And, um... And to be honest, he ran the class like the real world. And my favorite part about that class was that we got to write our opinion of every single thing we learned in that class. Every single, I believe it was a week, every week we got to write about it. And every midterm, or for the midterm, we wrote about it. And for the final, we wrote about the class. And we got graded on our written uh, experience from the class. It was really, really awesome. Because we got to express exactly what we learned. And whether or not it was exactly what he was trying to teach you, that didn't exactly matter. What really mattered was how you learned from what you did and how you taught yourself basically see the class was not about what he was forcing down your throat it was what you were ingesting and what you were actually memorizing what you were actually learning from it that's what actually mattered and and it was it was really good. It was really cool. Because you learned what you learned. And he didn't grade you poorly because you didn't learn what you were supposed to learn, really. It was more of you learned something important. And as long as you wrote and wrote as much as you could about it, I would... Actually, I... I wrote multiple pages worth of of documents for those tests, the midterm and the final. I went far over the minimum amount of words. And, and it was really cool because I enjoyed that class a lot. But it's it's like life. You have to go into life learning everything that you can while also figuring out what is correct and what is incorrect. And then you have to start applying that knowledge. Applying that knowledge in the classroom or in the real world. Because technically, it's all the real world. Because every single day you wake up into the real world. And the knowledge that you learn from anything, might it be this podcast, that's some good knowledge. But knowledge has no credible... You know, it really can't go on a resume without actual experience. Experience is where you really do further yourself and your life 
because you have to take that knowledge. Yeah, you could be a whiz at anything. You could get hundreds upon hundreds in every single test for a single subject, and you could go to a job that requires exactly that knowledge. And if you can't actually reproduce what you learned in the classroom to the real world with real world experience, they don't want you. But they're not going to let you try. They're just going to say, no, you don't have any real world experience. I'm sorry. We're not going to hire you. And then it comes to, like, what did I spend all that time learning all this for if I can't even use it and then and then you think about it (laughs) well I could have I could have done an internship I could have worked for free here I could have worked for free there and made some friends here and there and those friends could have witnessed my knowledge and told me what I knew was true and what I knew was false and how to apply that knowledge better and to siphon out what is false and what is true. See, going into life and expecting that you're going to be able to get hired anywhere for the knowledge that you learn in school singularly, you're living a fool's dream. Nobody will ever hire you. If you don't have real-world knowledge in the things that you learned in school. It's just the truth. And it's very sad, you know, because you spent all this time, you spent all this money, you spent all the effort in the world. And you got nothing out of it aside from a piece of paper. Now, yeah, you do have knowledge. But that knowledge is invaluable. It's, well, it's not valuable at all. Unless you actually apply it. Applying knowledge is very difficult because you have to figure out what knowledge will lead to what outcome. And the outcome is never clear at all. So what you have to do is you have to make mistakes. You have to make mistakes trying new things, trying different things with the knowledge that you've acquired. And the more mistakes you've tried, or the more mistakes you've had, the more time you try to do different things, the better off you will become. See, parents that always are afraid of their child making mistakes and they decide to to do their child's homework for them. They're setting their child up for failure, as sad as that might be. And it's a very difficult thing for a child or for a parent to witness their child doing poorly. And it sure is difficult, but that's actually where the child actually learns most of what they have actually learned. It's where they apply themselves where they really try it out and trying and failing and getting back up to try it again is the best thing a child could ever learn be a child right 
get back up, get hurt. And a, an employer will look for the resilience in you when you go to the interview. If you're confident about what you know, then they're going to be more inclined to hire you. But once you make a mistake that you shouldn't have been able to make with the knowledge that you had or that you supposedly had, then they're just going to fire you as quick as they hired you. And it'll be done. It'll be over. You could try it again with a different company. You could try it again and again and again and again. And you'll keep failing or you'll succeed. Success and failure are very integral parts of life. And the only way to actually apply the knowledge that you've acquired from a book or from a YouTube video or from a TikTok is by trying, failing, and repeating. Repeat the process. The more you fail, the more you learn. The more you succeed, the less you learn. Fail. I encourage you to fail. As terrible as that might sound, I encourage you to fail at everything you can possibly fail at so that you can learn how to do it better or how not to do it at all. And that does sound like a waste of time, doesn't it? Why would I strive to fail when I could do it right the first time and never have to worry about failing? Well, you could. You could even live your whole life doing that. And you never have a problem, right? But the real mastery of that stuff, those skills, comes from failing and, and succeeding at the same time. You can try to become rich. And then you can go broke in a matter of hours because you made a mistake. But you could always build yourself back up. Now what you really don't want to be is stuck thinking like a poor person. Poor people generally spend everything focusing on just making more. And they don't know how to spend. They don't know how to live. They just keep spending and spending and spending, even if they had $100,000 in their bank account, they wouldn't know how to spend it. They would lose it all quickly because they would have too many expenses that exceed their ability to make the money back. And as difficult as that might be, you have to realize that the only way you're going to learn how to do the right thing is by doing the wrong thing because not everyone got a hand at learning how to do everything that you were supposed to learn how to do when you were a kid and now you're an adult that has no clue about anything financial anything 
business-wise, anything at all to get you past that minimum wage job. Unless you decide to learn for yourself. Unless you decide to learn something that is actually valuable. And to apply yourself. To put yourself into a predicament where you're actually learning again. It's very difficult to get back into that mode after being an adult for so long. And what I mean by being an adult is a closed-minded person that thinks that they know what's right and what's wrong and that a child could never, ever amount to what they have become. Your parents are mistake makers. Your parents make mistakes. You make mistakes too. You're no different from your parents. And that's pretty much the end of it. You are no different from your mom, your dad, your aunt, your uncle, your grandpa, your grandma. You're no different from any of them. Not a single difference. Aside from their years of experience that you will then acquire yourself over the years of your existence. (laughs) That's really the only difference. The years that they have over you. How can that actually be a difference though? You just haven't been able to experience life as long as they have. So they've understood more of it because they had the chance to learn more of it. You have no... You have no way to compare yourself in that perspective. But they also lived your life. They were also a kid once. They're no different from you. And once you realize that your parents have no difference over you, aside from the amount of years that they've spent alive on this earth, that's when you can really, really get into the whole idea of becoming something. Because they've become something. And you have that opportunity too. You just have to apply what you learned. You have to apply what you learned in school. You have to apply what you learned out of school. On the streets. On YouTube. On TikTok. You have to apply it. You have to apply everything you learn. And you have to fail. It's not going to be easy. You're not going to want to do it. You're not going to want to actually fail. But you're going to have to eventually. As much as it sucks, you're going to have to fail. That's how you're actually going to learn anything. From trial and error. But never, ever say you can never... Oh, Oh my god, I can't even speak. Never say you can't do something because you failed at it once. If you fail at something once, you will never, ever be able to grow beyond it if you say you can't do it ever again.
because of that one failure. You're never going to learn. <laughs> You're probably going to fail for the rest of your life. If you honestly believe that that one failure or that 20th failure was your last failure and you're not going to try it ever again. Just because you fail doesn't mean it's okay to give up. Giving up is the number one way to not live. And I'm telling you one thing. You want to live. You want to live to experience as much as you can possibly live that this world has to offer. You want to live through it all. Trust me. I mean, yeah, it sounds kind of sucky out there in this world, right? But to be honest, life gets so much better when you actually focus on all the great that comes with it. Experience life to its fullest. Learn as much as you can from anything that is possible Learn from books, learn from movies, learn from YouTube, learn from your friends, learn from your grandparents, whatever. Just learn, try, fail, try again, and repeat. Repeat that. Never lose that. Just keep repeating and you will always be happier. Stop expecting to win. Expect to fail. And you will never be upset again because of a failure. You're actually going to be excited to fail. And you're going to be less excited to win. And that is how a successful person is created. Have a great day.